Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Everything Star Wars. For years, the galaxy-wide conflict known as the Clone Wars has raged. The struggle between the rightful government of the Galactic Republic and the Confederacy of Independent Systems has claimed the lives of untold billions. The force-wielding Jedi, for millennia the guardians of peace in the galaxy, have been thwarted at nearly every turn by the Separatists and their leader, the Sith Lord Count Dooku. With the war showing no signs of ending, and the casualties mounting each day, the Jedi must consider every possible means of defeating their cunning foe. Whether some means are too unthinkable, and some allies too untrustworthy, has yet to be revealed. This was the introduction to the canon novel Dark Disciple by Christy Golden, which was based on Star Wars The Clone Wars, unproduced episodes of it, namely Lethal Alliance, The Mission, Conspirators, Dark Disciple, Saving Voss, Parts 1 and 2, Traitor, and The Path, written by Katie Lucas, George Lucas's daughter, Matt Michnovitz, and Dave Filoni. So you can imagine how awesome this novel is. And the main plot of it is that the Jedi have decided to, that's right, assassinate Count Dooku. So you may think this is very uncharacteristic of the Jedi, and rightly so. Dooku had committed many atrocities over the Clone Wars, as well as the Separatists he led. And the Jedi did their best to mitigate Dooku's actions, as well as remain in control of their emotions and feelings. Now, the last straw came when the Jedi Council received a hollow transmission of Count Dooku and his droid army wiping out the people of the planet Manri. Upon receiving this transmission, the Jedi decided that the war had gone on long enough and something had to be done about the cunning, merciless, dastardly leader of the Separatists, the one-time Jedi Master, now turned Sith Lord, Count Dooku. Now I'm going to read that part of the novel where the Jedi Council are talking. This won't be the whole section because it is very long. <clears throat> it starts out in the Council Chamber with Mace Windu. Have the Jedi really explored every option? Could we have ended this war sooner? Could we, in fact, end it right now? Something prickled at the back of Kenobi's neck. Speak plainly, he said. Windu glanced at his fellows. He seemed to be weighing his words. Finally, he spoke. Master Kenobi's right. Dooku couldn't have done this completely alone. Billions follow him. But I also stand by my observation that this war is Dooku's creation. Those who follow him, follow him. Every player is controlled by the Count. Every conspiracy has been traced back to him. Anakin's brow furrowed. You're not saying anything we don't already know, Master. Windu continued. Without Dooku, the Separatist movement would collapse. There would be no longer a single, seemingly invincible figurehead to rally around. Those who, would, who were left would consume themselves in a frenzy to take his place. If every river is a branch of a single mighty one, then let us dam the flow. Cut off the head and the body will fall. But that's what we've been trying... Oh, Anakin's blue eyes widened with sudden comprehension. No. Kenobi thought. Surely Mace isn't suggesting. Yoda's ears unfurled as he sat up straighter. Assassination, mean you. No, Kenobi spoke before he realized he was going to, and his voice was strong and certain. Some things simply aren't within the realm of possibility. Not, 
he added, sharply looking at Mace, for a Jedi. Speaks the truth, Master Kenobi does, Yoda said. To the dark side, such actions lead. Mace held up his hands in a calming gesture. No one here wishes to behave like a Sith Lord. Few do at first. A small step, the one that determines destiny, often is. Windu looked from Yoda to Kenobi, then his brown-eyed gaze lingered on Kenobi. Answer me this. How often has this council sat, shaking our heads, saying, Everything leads back to Dooku. A few dozen times? A few hundred? Kenobi didn't reply. Beside him, Anakin shifted his weight. The younger Jedi didn't look at Kenobi or Windu, and his lips were pressed together in a thin, unhappy line. A definitive blow must be struck, Mace said. He rose from his chair and closed the distance between himself and Kenobi. Mace had the height advantage, but Kenobi got to his feet calmly and met Windu's gaze. Dooku is going to keep doing exactly what he has been, Windu continued quietly. He's not going to change, and if we don't change either, then the war will keep raging until this tortured galaxy is nothing but space debris and dead worlds. We, the Jedi and the clones we command, are the only ones who can stop it. Master Windu is right, said Anakin. I think it's about time to open the floor to new ideas before we, before we would have never considered. Anakin... Kenobi warned. With respect, Master Kenobi, Anakin barreled on, Manrani's fall is terrible, but it's only the most recent crime Dooku has committed against a world and a people. Mace added, The Moran who died today already have more than enough company. Do we want to increase those numbers? One man's life must be weighed against those of potentially millions of innocents. Isn't protecting the innocent the very definition of what it means to be a Jedi? We are failing the Republic and its citizens. We must stop this now. So, ultimately, Yoda says, Stop him, we must. And with hesitation, Obi-Wan recommends Quinlan Voss, a Jedi colleague of him, who had accompanied him on many strange and dark missions. They sent another Jedi to grab Voss, and they explain the situation to him when he arrives in the council room. And now I'm going to read that section, when Voss arrives. Voss exhaled and pressed his lips together. Desh told me about the attack, but I had no idea that this was why you'd asked me to come here. What does the council wish of me? A course of action that we reluctantly deem necessary, said Mace. Voss's gaze flickered to Yoda. Doubtlessly, doubtless curious as to why Windu spoke instead of the head of the council. There's no way to phrase this other than bluntly, Master Voss. The Council wants you to assassinate Count Dooku. For perhaps the first time since Kenobi had known Voss, the other Jedi was at an utter loss for words. He stared at Windu, then at Yoda, then finally at Kenobi. He opened his mouth, possibly to protest or demand an explanation, then fell silent for a moment. When he spoke, he said quietly, I think I understand, but... How do I do this? Get close to him, you will. Close enough to kill him? How am I supposed to manage that? I can't just walk into his palace. You have served the Republic well in previous undercover missions. Well, sure, I've stopped some black market, black market shipments and blasted a few smugglers. But this, it's not a one-man job. Correct, Master Voss is. Kenobi raised an eyebrow. The plan had been for this to be a solo endeavor, but Yoda looked tranquil as he spoke, as if they'd intended this all along. Go alone, he will not. More than one it will take to kill Dooku. 
Master Yoda, I volunteered to assist Master Voss, Anakin said at once before Kenobi could protest. He well knew that putting Anakin and Quinlan together on a mission was simply asking for trouble. Yoda shook his own head. One, there is, who has tried and failed, the old Jedi Master says. Yet closer she has come than any other to killing Count Dooku. Now it was Kenobi's turn to stare at the wizened council leader. You can't possibly mean Ventress. Well, yes, Ventress. The rest of the story is about Voss and Ventress working very closely together to stop Dooku. Their first attack, well, all their attacks are a fail, but they, uh, their first attack... To, their first attempt to kill him is on Raxus, and instead Voss is captured, tortured, and turned to the dark side. He is rescued by the Jedi weeks later, and claims he was merely faking it all. Ventress is dubious, and in a subsequent scene, her suspicions are confirmed when he admits he had turned, but claims he's all better now. And she senses his goodness and sincerity, so she lets it slide. They get a uh, second shot at redemption when Dooku is revealed to be on the planet Christophsis. So they they trap Dooku, but unfortunately, with Voss back to the light side, he is unable to kill Dooku as he might have once been able to. Ventress dies, and Dooku, of course, escapes, as we know, and later Anakin kills him. The takeaway from this story is that it is one of redemption, as all the best... And greatest stories are the original trilogy, for example. More interestingly, though, and this is the point I want y'all to come away with this, it provides excellent insight into just how clouded the Jedi's minds were by the war and by the dark side specifically, as Yoda says in Revenge of the Sith. If the war had not progressed to this point, Palpatine's plan may have been foreseen by Yoda, or another Jedi, and the prequels would have had an entirely different outcome. Perhaps a better one, perhaps not. So yeah, that's just what I think is really interesting about this. It shows <clears throat> just what point the war had come to, and where the Jedi's minds were, what their mindsets were, and just how dark, really, the Council had become. Not dark side, obviously, but the Jedi of the High Republic, for example, would have never considered this simply assassinating an enemy because they, they uh, are causing trouble. It's it'd been unheard of. And this is also probably the reason why Anakin doesn't really get that reprimanded for killing Dooku uh, in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, because this was already entertained. This was already an entertained idea, so it wasn't completely out of nowhere. This is probably where Anakin got the idea of, and why he was so easily persuaded by Palpatine. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and leave a review. Also, do you have any questions? What did you think of this story? Do you want me to dive into the character of Quinlan Voss or Saj Ventress in another episode? Make sure to let me know at my email, which is in the podcast description and in the episode description. So until next time, may the Force be with you.